guys and welcome back to a new episode of Grenzenlos, your dance podcast. As you can already hear, we're gonna have this episode in English. I'm here with Irina today. Thank you for coming. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself for the beginning? Yes, sure. Thank you so much. So uh, my name is Irina. I'm 27 years old. I was born in Russia and I live all my life in Czech Republic. And then I decided to move uh, to Vienna, to my favorite city. <laughs> and uh, here I finally made my dream to come true and I became a dancer and I have uh, solo performances on stage. That was my the biggest dream. And I also made here my dance lessons with uh, my amazing girls and where we are so supportive and helping each other. Yeah, but but this all have one negativity. At the I am uh, single. <laughs> I'm still single. <laughs> Um, but you kind of know the really like good dance podcast and not like a dating platform, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, but Just you never saying. but you never know who will listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, for me, like it's not new. I follow your Instagram stories and I know you've been talking about men publicly for quite some time now. I know it's a personal question, but um, does that have like a reason? Mm-hmm. Mm, actually. I think why it's so important to have a man for me because I anyway think that the most important thing in life is to find love. <laughs> okay, I agree with that. Love is like a big topic. Yeah, exactly. So I anyway think there is not, no better feeling that when you just uh, feel connected with somebody and you feel this energy between you and you have the same kind of humor and you love each other. So, yes, it's really important for me. And, you know, and somehow with uh, dancing, it all comes so natural and easy. But what about men? I am mm. like, I don't know why I'm just not able to find a man of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. And I also think that it's all coming like from uh, childhood. Because, for example, I didn't have my dad next to me. And he was in Russia and I was living in Prague. And... Uh, I loved him like so, so much and uh, I missed him so, so much. And I think it really influenced me. And like, I even remember that when I was like uh, seven years old, I was like, when I will grow up, I will do whatever I want. Like I will live with my dad till the in, in one apartment till the end of my life. <laughs> and nobody will say me what I have to do because I just couldn't understand like why I cannot live with my dad, why I cannot decide it by myself. Well, then I grew up and my plans changed a bit. <laughs> I don't want to live with my dad anymore. <laughs> But like, I think uh, now I want to live with him in my dreams. So. And what is the reason for you to, because you do like Instagram stories or you kind of take us people into your dating life a bit. Why did you decide to talk publicly about it? Because, you know, not a lot of people do that, obviously. I like to show people a bit from my personal mm-hmm. life and I also feeling that many girls really feel with me because mm-hmm. they have actually same situations and there are many like like embarrassing or funny situations and people are afraid to talk about them but it's quite normal because I think it anyway happens to everybody and yeah, I just want to show to people that it happens to everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's really important to stay like authentic Oh. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's also funny. And yeah. all, many girls are writing to me, yeah, it happened to me the same. The same. Yeah, you always have quite some fun stories, I need to admit. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
So let's stick to that Instagram part for a bit right now. Your Instagram account got deleted twice. Was it twice or three times? I don't yes, remember. Yes, twice. What happened there? Twice. And how do you feel about it? Like you worked so hard to build a community. You had a lot of followers. And you know, I know how much it hurts. I know how much work it is to build something up. Especially social media takes so much fucking time. Yes, exactly. Like, thank you so much for saying it. Because, like, I think if it would happen to me, like, two years ago, three years ago, like, I would probably just go and kill myself. Because... <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. I know. Because I put, like, so much yeah. work in it. And, like, you know, it was so easy because I made it until that moment that I just post a story that I'm doing dance lessons and the girls are just writing to me. Yeah. And booking it. And I don't have to do anything with it. But it took me like a really long time to build this. And now everything is gone. <laughs> mm. So it was it was just crazy. But I have to admit one thing. That uh, I kind of knew that it will happen. Because uh, uh, when we wanted to post video dance video with Anna Shikinerova. With another Czech, with Czech mm -hmm. dancer. The one you uh, had the collab with, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to post this video as a collab and we discovered that we cannot do it, that she cannot just tag me as a collaborator. Mm -hmm. And we were searching for the reason why and then I opened my Conto status mm -hmm. in Instagram and there was like so many bent pictures of mine. And... Uh, She was mm -hmm. like, oops, that's probably why. And she said to me, like, I think you will, you will be got blocked soon. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and okay. I tried to write to Instagram, which, yeah, but it didn't work. But because people reported them or? Yeah, yeah, people reported them, yeah. Okay. So that's like crazy. And the most funny thing is that we still add with Anna, like two weeks ago, before this happened, we mm -hmm. add with her... Uh, just uh, advertisement for our video together and it still work we still could edit together and after it like not anymore okay but that was already the second account uh, no, no, the, no 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 okay. it was still the same still the okay, same, still the same. Okay. i just wasn't i just had then many banned pictures and we mm -hmm. weren't able to edit together edit, edit together yeah oh, that's so shitty because yeah, you worked so hard on building that because yeah. i think i started following you last year january It's only a year, but it feels much longer right now. <laughs> it feels like I'll know you for two years at least, but yeah, it's, it's not actually. Um, however, like, I followed you since, like, not the beginning. I know you have done something before as well, but for me, it's like watching you, you build a lot in one year, a lot of followers. So, ouch. <laughs> That's like so the much. only reaction I can, I can um, say to that. So... Are you afraid of it happening again? Because I think now you're posting on another account. You made a second account and also like a third one, I guess. Because the second one got also blocked. Yes, exactly. It happened pretty soon, mm. right? I have to say I had one uh, big advantage. I had already second account and I already start prepared people <laughs> that it will might get blocked. So like I tell to them that they can still subscribe to another account. So that was one uh, good thing that I had before, like, two accounts. Mm -hmm. So it's still not that I lost, like, everything. But it anyway felt like I lost everything <laughs> because the second account was especially with only people in Vienna, you know, who yeah. are interesting in dancing. So, yes. And then I tried to make, like, second account like this. It, will get, it got blocked again. And now I have this, my last account. And, and 
I cannot believe it because it there were again blocked the same pictures again the video with Anna and I was so mad and I wrote to Instagram because before I was writing to and Instagram mm -hmm. doesn't, didn't do anything with it so yeah, I, know. I, was, I was reaching out to Instagram is kind of hard it's yeah, exactly it's, the time, so. it's impossible yeah. mm -hmm. but here I still trying to write to them at least and uh, finally like uh, I'm like green again like they put mm -hmm. the bent pictures away so probably they hurt me and I was like Cannot believe oh this God, happened. Yeah. And then the next day, again, bad pictures. And I was like, again, <laughs> and I was again writing to Instagram, oh, like, what's happening? And now I'm again green. So <laughs> I'm a bit afraid of it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to. Say <laughs> well, um. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. But I know, you know, other people would be like, okay, it's just social media. Don't be so, I don't know about it. But for us dancers, social media, especially yeah. Instagram. Instagram, yeah. is like, I have the feeling that, okay, my, my curriculum vitae is like, it's there. But <laughs> it's like people looking at my Instagram. Because Instagram is like kind of your curriculum vitae. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. I know, of course, they're like dances on TikTok, but like Instagram is your profile for dance. That's my feeling, because there are like only a few people. Of course, you could also be successful without Instagram. I don't want to say that. But as you said, you plan your classes on Instagram. Girls write to you on and Instagram even not to join. Only girls, even the customers yeah. are writing you also on Instagram. Yeah. I have so many people who booked me like only through Instagram. Yeah, right. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I was exactly. like, so I am yeah. like my only luck, thanks God, is that I still have the second Instagram mm. and people were able to find me through this another Instagram. But anyway, like yeah. I, I really feel like I have like now less people on the lesson. So it's feelable anyway. Yeah. But the most important thing which I wanted to say. Wait, you mean you have less people on the classes now? No. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's okay. so it's anyway feelable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I understand if you're like once used to one account and you're in the algorithm of the people's profiles you know yeah, exactly yeah that's a, a tricky one even though the people might be coming they just don't see it maybe yeah you know, exactly so. exactly so and social media is like a tricky thing <laughs> yeah but i just don't understand that some people like can ban you just can do like yeah. whatever they want you know but luckily yeah. i was saying to myself that i was going through so many bad situations in my life that like uh, and like for example on the beginning in Vienna when I moved here like so many bad situations happened to me and I was crying over everything <laughs> and I was like and now when I think of it I'm like I was crying it was not even like a big deal yeah. <laughs> you know so I think I also learned a lot that's why I say on the beginning that just two years ago I would just kill myself but now I'm like Irina come on and especially I cannot do it because that person who is banning my pictures that what oh you know who, who, who I, she no, is no, I don't know okay. I don't know okay. I don't know <laughs> like show me how it works because I want to know as well <laughs> no I, I don't yeah. know but like but also, I just want to say, like, you know, putting you put yourself out there, especially, you know, like heel stands. I think there's a lot still of conservative pictures in people's head. Mm -hmm. And I think then some people just might be like, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know, because that's like a reason that I could imagine that people react like that. Because I personally would be like, just let her do her thing. You don't need to follow her. You don't need to watch it. Just go away. So it's like, I don't understand why people do this, but... Yeah, I also was thinking so, but I yeah. think it must be some personal reasons because, you oh, know, okay. because like, I don't think, that, I know that there are many conservative people, but before yeah. it was not happening and I was still adding like 
same pictures, still same like videos, mm. but only after I edit video with Anna, which was really great for me and mm-hmm. like really big opportunity for me because she's unbelievable dancer. <laughs> only after this, somebody decided like we have to ban her. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, what I recognize, like, I think that person, like, really wants, like, when people are doing it, they really want to put you down and to stop mm-hmm. to do the things. But then when I realize that I cannot cry or cannot kill myself over it, because that's what the person probably wants me to see. So I have to be much stronger than it and still yeah. keep pushing and find other ways, even though... Yeah, I totally understand. I also had some people in my life who, I don't know try to stop me or bring me down but I think also what you told me before that you had like a lot of situations in your life that were like not ideal (laughs) and they simply prepare you for what's coming next and the next thing is like maybe also overwhelming but you know I've already survived so much I can survive this as well so and I think especially in an artistic scene no matter if you're like a singer or a dancer whatever It's just about having stamina to do what you love, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it takes... I think people often don't understand this because it takes so much courage and so much work. Not the art you're doing, but mentally (laughs) to stay healthy. (laughs) I really really feel this because you... Because I even had a moment when I just closed up myself and was like, I do what I like, I do what I like, I do what I like. (laughs) (laughs) No, because... Trying to put you down, try to say you some mm-hmm. bad things, and you're like, I'm not listening to anybody, I'm just doing what I like. And yeah. even now, the it's finally coming back to me, and like people are applauding to me or saying to me, yeah. Wow, you're great, and I'm just I cannot believe that, that, that this already happened. I'm like, wow, did she say all these nice things about me? And exactly as I say to you, I have to like come to a curtain call and uh, like uh, enjoy this applause of people and I am feeling like ashamed that I don't know what should I do <laughs> because like I'm not sure I deserve I, I deserve do, it of course everybody who has like the courage to stand on a on a what's the English word for Bruna help me stage stage <laughs> stage <yet. laughs> well um, my vocabulary it's okay it happens We're to the stage. <laughs> yeah however um, no matter what you're doing, just having the courage, standing there, letting people watch you. Not even, we're not even talking about the dancing part. That's like enough reason to already get some applause, you know. So, um, you know what I hated? When I did competitions, there were like mothers sitting in the the audience talking and be like, oh, my daughter is better or something like that. And I was like, you would never stand on that stage. You wouldn't even go on it, you know. And people be, that's why, why I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Just that's do your thing. Yeah, that's why I don't. I, I stopped doing competition. Not that's not why I stopped, but it's like a two-sided thing. But um, any, yeah, you will yeah. stand up, and it's anyway crazy. Like I know that you should be, like you should wish you're the best to another child, but it doesn't mean yeah, that you should say course, that other children course. are worse or yeah. like. But it wasn't on. only mothers. It was also you know other dancers, and then it was like, do we need to be so comp- competitive? Like we all have yeah, the same passion. Exactly. You all go your way. There's like enough space for everybody to live their dream. So, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> Let's go oh, back to the no, topic. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> and now it's important yeah. to talk about because yeah. I also think the same. Like, I don't understand sometimes why people yeah. are so competitive. Yeah, right. The thing is, for me myself, 
it's just like you do your thing i don't care what you do maybe you don't like what i'm doing but you keep letting me do what i do you know exactly so you don't need to be mean to me you don't need to be negative towards me you can say that you don't like it i'm gonna be honest with you as well But there's no need to put each other down in any kind of way. There's space for you with what you're doing and there's space for me, you know? And so I, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I anyway think that this negativity is anyway coming from a jealousy and some yeah. not satisfaction with yourself. Yeah. Because like, you know, if you are satisfied with mm. yourself, if you have a jobs and everything, you just wish it to others too. And even yeah. like, if you don't have it, you should wish it to others because it will come, your day will come. Yeah. You should just believe that one day it will True. come. So there have been some obstacles you had to overcome in your life. I don't want to be too like negative, but what were like some events, some situations that were like really hard for you? Some situations in my life. Mm, some hard situations. Whew. Yeah. Because you haven't been like, I know from your stories from Instagram. <laughs> A lot I know about you from <laughs> story on Instagram. Um... <laughs> There's like a stalker coming out of me. No, um, <laughs> I should post less about myself. <laughs> no, there's seriously people coming to me and say like, uh, I like this, 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 and I was like, how the how the how? What are you? Doing? Yeah. How yeah. do you know that? And yeah. it's like you posted it in your stories. So I was like, okay, I should post yeah. less. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. It's okay. I just forgot what I wanted to say. But however, <laughs> um. Yeah, situations in your life. Yeah, That's most, where we stopped, yeah. The most difficult ones. Actually, I never talk about it. And I I don't know, I still felt a bit weird to talk about it. But uh, the hardest situations in my life is... Um, nobody knows that, but my mom, she has uh, schizophrenia. And she was kind mm -hmm. of uh, psychopathic. She was, like, not normal. She was doing crazy things, like... And... Uh, When you live with her, like as a child, I was 15, 16, but like anyway, you know, she can just go and break TV. She can just go and break toilet mm -hmm. and uh, you live with such person and you don't know what to expect, like what she will mm -hmm. do next. And uh, yeah, it was really not normal. For example, I even remember she didn't want to let me go home. Uh, she just said she will not let me go home. And I was like should I do? I don't know what should I do. And uh, I called my dad. My dad was in Russia, but I called him. He anyway always supported me like on the phone. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said like, Elena, call police. And then you call the police. The police is coming. And I don't know, like my mom was so weird when she has this disease because like she was a strange, but on mm -hmm. one side she could still control herself. So when the police came, she said, just said that... Uh, Uh, I lied that she would let me go home inside, that uh, I just lied. And I was so shocked that she said something like this. And the policemen, they were just watching me and they were like, why did you call us? Couldn't you just solve your problems, your family problems by yourself? And I was like, and I, was, I was literally crying after they said me this. I was like, and they left. She let me go home. I was crying. Then I called my dad. But my dad said, like, don't worry. Uh... At least she knows that you can protect yourself, that you can call police. So that's that's the good thing. Mm. But like I had many crazy situations like with my mom. Yeah, like uh, it happened like many times to her, like more more times, like two times. And the shittiest about this disease is 
that uh, I went to the doctor even like uh, and you want that they put her into the hospital and they told me like uh, she needs to go decide herself yeah exactly yeah I know that as well yeah and that's hard because you can't make the person if the person yeah, doesn't exactly mm. and I was like she's not really normal like how she can decide this and they yeah. were like yeah if she's not dangerous we can not do anything and I was like okay yeah. I, I have to wait until she kill me or my sister mm. or like what and that was like crazy thing you were 15 16 I was First 15 when it happened and then second okay. time I was uh, 17. That's also why you told us before that you couldn't decide to be with your father but you would have wanted to. No, it was already okay. like when I was little. Okay, it okay. was already when I was little he mm -hmm. went back to Russia and I lived with my mom in Prague. It was already like okay. not connected to it. Mm -hmm. But like as he was in Russia, it was more difficult for me. But first time, first mm -hmm. time when it happened, he came because he's also working. My mom didn't work that much. So he's like making all the money. And uh, uh, first time when it happened, he came to help us because I called him and say like, that's like weird things happening with the mom. And he came and my mom was so weird. She just said she doesn't want that inside in our apartment. She doesn't want it. And then uh, I say like it's our dad. We have to put him inside. And then she just closed her up in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was sitting in the bathroom, saying that she doesn't want that he's here. And then we just saw that un under the door of the bathroom, the water is floating like so many water. Mm -hmm. Like you know, she just let the bathtub open. And uh, it was even not our apartment; it was only rented. My dad was like, we don't have that much money to pay it. Like, if she will just destroy now, like, everything. Mm -hmm. And he said to her, like, come on, like, uh, please switch off the bathtub. And she was like, no. And then he was like, okay, I will come inside and switch it off by myself. And she was like, no, if you go inside, I will kill myself. And you know, and when you are, like, 15 and you watch all these situations, yeah, it's, like, it's like crazy. And then he... And then you don't know what he will do. And then he decided to go inside anyway because he had to switch it off. And but luckily he just crept her and she didn't do anything with, with herself. But like and then she started to scream about how that is so bad. And he was always so bad to her. And you, I even never not, not noticed it, you know, before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, is it true? Is it not true? What's now happening? And you That's don't know all... who you can believe yeah. anymore. You know, yeah. So. And it's also crazy. Yeah. And then finally, like, uh, my dad was like, okay, let's uh, leave for this some days. Like, let's go to Karlsbad. It's like uh, Karlove Vary in Czech Republic. It's uh, uh, one city. Just uh, to go us three, like me, my sister and my dad. And we'll leave the mom with, with her man. Because she had another man at mm -hmm. that time. And he can, like, decide what they are doing with mm -hmm. this all. And it's funny because uh, so we left and we went to the hotel in this Karlovivari and then police is coming to us mm -hmm. and saying that the mom reported my dad that he stole us. Oh, okay. So it's like, so just such yeah. crazy situations. And then the dad was like so angry that she did it and uh, the police is asking us and I'm still like so shocked and don't know even what to say, you know, like because mm -hmm. I don't get it all. And my dad is my dad didn't speak uh, Czech well. 
only Russian and he's saying to me, Irina, you just need to say to policemen that I didn't stole you because otherwise they will put me now in the prison or somewhere and I don't know what will you do without me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I will tell. And then I told and they left and everything was good. But, <laughs> but like such many crazy situations. But I think that was the... I think the hardest was about this one that, you know, I really liked my mom. She, Everybody's weird a bit, but uh, you anyway love the people. Yeah, and then she totally changed. And uh, the things she did or was not nice to my dad, was not nice to me and destroyed everything. And you just don't know what to expect from her. It's like uh, you just uh, lost the person. Mm-hmm. And that was the, the hardest. And the hardest afterwards was for me to start to talk with me again when she like tried to when she already like went to the hospital but even after she didn't and she didn't want to take pills they gave to her and she still was a bit weird but you still try to kind of talk to her because you know that she's your mom but it's just hard because this all feelings together I don't know you also moved out pretty young right Uh, from my mom? Yeah. Yes, like, exactly. I was just waiting when I will be 18. And then I said to my dad, like, please rent us another apartment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live with her. Like, she can do yeah. whatever she wants. I will... But you didn't move directly to Vienna, right? You no. were staying in Prague. In Prague still. But uh, we had apartment and uh, I just wrote it on myself. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, I still have uh, luck that in that time my dad had money. Mm-hmm. So he could pay for us the apartment. Yeah. Wow, that must have been a lot. Yeah. And that you talk about it publicly is also, you know... Yeah, actually, I never yeah. say this. And I even, you know, because, for example, in Prague, we have a hospital. It's for crazy people. And it's like mm-hmm. well-known ho- ho- hospital. It's like Bohnice. <laughs> like, okay. you don't know. But no. like all Czech people know that. And it's like famous that they are just crazy people. And like when you... People even make jokes about it. They are crazy people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, You know, and finally, when you experience it yourself and you are in that hospital and you discover that it's not funny at all and you even cannot say to it about people because you mm-hmm. think that people as a teenager, they will not get it. They will just la- laugh about yeah. you or they will think that maybe you are also crazy. So I just mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing for me was that I didn't tell about it to anybody for such a long time because I was so afraid what the people will think of me. And I just, you know, at home, I had to experience this crazy thing with my mom. Mm-hmm. And just outside, I pretended nothing is going on. Like, life is That's same. That's also easily, like, putting on that mask every day. Yeah, exactly. But I did it. And I think also because I had uh, such uh, bad things at home, I tried to not be at home at, at all. I tried to be mm-hmm. a lot of outside, a lot of with friends. And I had really great time of my life <laughs> out of it because I really you really start to value everything yeah. I think and yeah but that has still not been the time where you started dancing right like you didn't have a job as a dancer when moving out you that was all coming later mm-hmm. like I danced a lot like when I was young and uh, then I stopped I think in the age of when I was 14 14 exactly 15 and then I didn't do with dancing but like when it happens with my mom already a bit before I discover clubs 
<laughs> and okay. I and I started to like this place a lot because like we just have fun. There's a lot of music. There are also nice boys. <laughs> and, and we're uh, back to that topic. <laughs> Yeah. And you can yeah. dance, so like both things I need the most, like voice and dancing. And uh, actually, there I think I realized again how much I like dancing there in the clubs. And because uh, I didn't want to stay with my mom, like I really always wanted to stay outside. So even during the night, I was like, I would rather go to club <laughs> and dance mm-hmm. there than be at home. So yeah, so that's where you're dancing have kind of started a bit because you know you're not like a typical oh i did ballet for five years then i did that 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 dance class and i did competitions you know that's like the basic thing most of us kind of can relate to probably so and still you're now having your own shows your classes do you want to talk about that a bit how that started yeah that's a, I think it's also a good question. Because mm-hmm. when I found you on Instagram, you did classes on the street. Outside. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That's funny. It's funny that you know that. Uh, that's how I, I got to know you, I already, I already forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, you so, did, really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I already forgot about it. Um, and it's not that long ago, actually. Actually not. Like right. I said, I found you January 2021. Yeah, true. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah, my dancer story is not very typical. I think uh, I did um, a lot of dancing when I was little. And I also did gymnastics and synchronized swimming, just a bit of ballet. And... Uh, Actually, I had parts when I was really good, like, and I have teachers who really supported me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I had part when I started competed, competing, like, a lot with other people and compare mm-hmm. myself. And I got this all doubts about myself and then I wasn't good. And then I think now when I'm thinking back about it, I just don't know why I did it, but I just killed my old self-confidence with it and I didn't trust in me anymore and then... I was really the worst. But I think I was just the worst because you believe that you are the worst, you know? And you can fake so much with... Not fake so much with self-confidence, you know, because it's there, but... If you yeah. fake the self-confidence, a lot of people believe you're yeah, self-confident. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But mm-hmm. I was just killing myself in these doubts and then I decided I don't want to do it anymore and I'm not good enough and I just don't want it. And then... Uh, but you know, somehow inside in your heart, you anyway still... You yeah, never stop. Yeah, and mm. you're like, I think I would like to dance. I would love to dance. But then there are these many people who are saying like, come on, you will anyway not make it's it. It's not a real job. Yeah, you yeah. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How you will make money. Yeah, like, I know <laughs> that kind of conversation. Like really good. all of this, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think it helped me also that I moved out from the Czech Republic. Because I don't know, I just feel like I wanted to move out and try different different things and it happened to me because mm-hmm. nobody could influence me from my friends because I was far away mm-hmm. nobody could say me how did you decide for Vienna was there a reason that you came to Vienna actually firstly I went to Graz then to Berlin mm-hmm. and then to Vienna okay uh, I just wanted to move out to some German-speaking country and actually it was Germany I, I imagine Germany as I imagine that I will find a German husband <laughs> clubs like in the clubs mm-hmm. i started to meet many cool men and they were mostly from germany mm-hmm. i was like 
I moved to Germany to find my man. And uh, yeah, but uh, it didn't work out with Germany first. So I moved to Graz mm-hmm. because like I moved as an au pair. I moved mm-hmm. as an au pair. Yeah. And they found for me family in Graz. But Graz was too small for me. So I was like, I need some bigger city. Then I found some job opportunities in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Berlin. But Berlin, I didn't feel like it's really my city. And then uh, when I was in Graz, I sometimes traveled to Vienna and I was like, Vienna is so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, let's try Vienna <laughs> after, after Berlin. Yeah, so I came to Vienna and I already started to dance in Berlin. I started to get some job offers on some events and also I did there. I decided to be there a Zumba teacher. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking that I will make it like really far I will, but I was like at least I can do a bit with the dancing maybe I can be a Zumba teacher <laughs> and then when I came to Vienna I was still thinking that I will be a Zumba teacher I still believe that <laughs> I will be a Zumba teacher but then I actually I fell in love with heels already a bit before already in Berlin I fell in love with the heels and I was posting a lot of videos in Instagram just me trying to dancing with heels or learning some videos from YouTube and the people were writing me like, wow, that's good, that's good, that's good. And then like some girls writing to me, were writing to me that they want, that they teach it, that I should teach it. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was not sure about it. I was like, no, 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 no. But then I was like, let's try it. Let's try it. That's mm-hmm. what I did. So, and also like, yeah, it, I remember it was funny. It was lockdown. Uh, and I was yeah, and I was living here in Vienna in hotel because it was actually cheap mm-hmm. because they had, they had no no guests, and they had a really big garage like and there was like no cars mm-hmm. nothing, and uh, I was going there to dance and they didn't have the cameras because nobody said to me hey Irina what are you doing there, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And then I don't know how I got this crazy idea that maybe because other people, you know, like everybody is so lost in this lockdown and you cannot do anything. And I just, uh, I don't know how I got this crazy idea that I can like start to dance with the girls in the garage Mm -hmm. with some girls who are interested. Maybe I cannot even say this (laughs) because it was like not allowed. But I was Mm -hmm. like, uh, and I posted about it on uh, Instagram and then I had really girls who were interested so that's actually why i started to dance on the street I started to do this dance lesson on the street because like the you cannot dance in the dance studios they were all closed and i started to do this in the garage that's where the where it all started yeah. and uh, already there like i did i think like six lessons and then i remember because i had uh, good connections with some people on the reception and then one guy is coming to me and say irina you're doing uh, dance classes in our garage or what? <laughs> and I'm like, nice. And I'm like, how um, did you discover it? Because I knew that they, because I yeah. knew that they didn't have a cameras or they have a cameras, but I you always, yeah, I always, I always check that they yeah. didn't see it. And I was like, how do you know? And he said me, yes, someone wrote us email that you're doing it and it's not allowed because it's Corona. And I was like, 
who wrote you the email and I knew that the boss of the this hotel didn't like me so much <laughs> she didn't like me so much I was like okay she will kill me if <laughs> she discovered she will kill me but like this guy he was like really friendly and he was really nice and he was like yeah I can show you the email and then he showed to me and really he showed me like someone screenshot the pictures of the garage in the on mm-hmm. my Instagram and mm-hmm. send it so like people people like report <laughs> and then my instagram so that was first thing which i was really shocked but the person just wrote some name some like anna but i don't know who was that i think it was just fake name mm-hmm. so that was uh, then you stopped doing it in the garage yeah but like i <laughs> think i think that's funny because sometimes the haters are thinking that they will stop you but I think it gave me another opportunities because like I started doing outside, then I got ideas to do videos outside and it brought me like many new ideas. Yeah, one door closes, yeah. ten hours open. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's why I made it far. Then like another people came and say, hey, Irina, maybe you should not do it on the street, but in the studio. Mm. And I was like, yeah, now when the studios are open, I can really do mm. And that's how it all went. And I think your classes are like since one and a half years in the studio now. Mm-hmm. We yeah. had like our karaoke celebration yeah, one yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's been some time now, actually. So actually great how everything worked out. Even though, you know, there were like some people pushing you in another direction. Kind of good that it happened. Afterwards, yeah, I, yeah, I also think so, so. Because like, sorry. Even <laughs> though it was bad in the beginning, that's like what I often think. It's like, Okay, people stopped me there, but I found, like, three other ways to go around. Yeah, exactly. And otherwise it wouldn't be where where I am today. Not that I'm, like, I don't know, but, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's what it is about, because if you really want something, if it's your bigger desire... You're you gonna be- find a way. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be fun. And when people say, like, yeah, it didn't work, like, then you just don't want it. <laughs> you didn't try as hard you could. Yeah, exactly. Or you just simply took, like, the simple way. Yeah, exactly. Took the safe way. And doing like something artistic is not a safe way. Exactly. And I think Most like I also believe times. in God. And I think God also tried to show you that you can do much more in different directions. So that's why mm. when someone is blocking you or like, then you can see yeah. this other ways. You're right. I totally agree with you. But I also come like to the mindset that when somebody is in, I don't want to say like in my way or comes across my way, I also have the feeling that it's, meant to be (laughs) like in the way of okay there's like an obstacle i have to overcome but that's just gonna prepare me for what's coming next i also think so i also yeah because otherwise i would never have had the idea with the podcast as well you know really i don't know because if i had listened to the girls in school who would be like oh her videos on instagram are like so not good and whatever I, i could have stopped to dance but you know i also didn't i just kept doing it and someday they stop talking. Yeah, that's true. And that's it. That's, that's true. And now there are people like writing me, oh, and I'm like, no, you don't need to write me now. Because it's like setting boundaries for yourself as well. And that's like also like a good thing to learn. And you just keep. Yeah, I also find that's funny that on the beginning when you start, everybody is hating on you. Yeah. But then when you're and like, like yeah, we were friends and I remember that I told you this and this. And I was like, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> I remember it differently, but okay. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and that's, I think that's, that's also like yeah. what pushes me. Maybe it's not that good motivation, but it pushes me a lot because you prove some, them or exactly, exactly, you prove them wrong. Because but when that's when like some, not a good mindset at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean, but it's not the mindset you should go for because you should do it for yourself and not because of other people. No, I know, I yeah. know, that's true. But sometimes I had like, uh, no, I will do it anyway because <laughs> because yeah. yeah. But it's yeah, yeah you are you are totally right. You should do it just for yourself and because you like it. <laughs> but it's still good for the ego. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as we are already on the more positive side than we were at the beginning, what are like some positive events, situations, opportunities that you experienced that really shaped you as a person that were really important to you and that you are really thankful? for that you could live through them. <laughs> so what many. <laughs> what it is. Mm, such a positive things. I don't know, like I anyway uh, think uh, mm, that the nicest things is like when you just uh, believe in yourself and try to go this your way and then you see finally that it's coming to you and it motivates you even mm. more. And this is such a nice things like, uh, you know, uh, like with, like I talk with the men when you really feel like this connection between the people, but even between the girls when you have when you find the people who really supports you, who really likes you, mm -hmm. and you like them, and you feel that connection between them, and you have uh, same kind of humor. I think uh, there is a uh, nothing. Uh, better than this and also i think what's really funny mm. i sometimes get the crazy ideas on, on my mind and uh, you, you for example get some idea in the, in the evening you know in the evening then you wake up and think like in the evening it was the best idea you yeah. ever got then you woke up next day and i was like and that's why you should <laughs> decide to do it in the evening because in the morning <laughs> The the next like, not in the morning you're like did i take drugs yesterday <laughs> <laughs> or what yeah. and uh, then you have such ideas and you are close to give up on them like next day but sometimes you're like no i will do it anyway i will do it anyway i have to do and then you have this like in your mind yes no yes no yes no yes no and you are so close to give up but then you finally do and like with many such things it works i don't know how But usually yeah. it works. And I think that just God like you or he see that you're brave or you try to do something mm. that you didn't stay this in your comfort zone. And then he just gave it to you because it was so many just unbelievable things which happened to me, which you think like, am I rich that I just got it so <laughs> easily? But uh, this podcast was a 2 a.m. idea. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Um, I find it also really funny because like when you have those kind of ideas it's like really coming to your mind you have no idea where it comes from and kind of even though you have those yes no moments you, at least when it comes to me I'm like oh, I'm not no I'm not I don't know if I'm gonna do it but inside I already know I'm gonna do it yes. <laughs> but I'm still like you know I already have the feeling I'm gonna do it because otherwise I would be like I'd rather um regret it than not doing it yeah exactly exactly mm, i think that's like a better feeling for me most of the times it worked out good 
Not always, but most of the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. <laughs> not, not always. I have, you have to say. Most of the times, it works yeah. out good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I agree with you. Mm. Exactly. I also, like, sometimes I have such moments where I... I am so scared of it. I'm not sure if I should do it. And I'm so close to give up. But then I just imagine me giving up. And I'm like... That's not me. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking I would be so disappointed of Mm. myself. How I would live with this feeling of disappointment. So I was just like, I have to do it. You know what I also always kind of think about? Or what comes to my mind? It's like imagining like me in a smaller and a smaller and a younger version. And it's like... Thinking about how the little girl would be so proud of me if I just did that because she would have never imagined me to do that, you know? And that's just like, I don't want to disappoint her. If, I, <laughs> if it disappoints me, that's okay, but I don't want to disappoint her, you know? Yeah. That's cool. That's like, for me, like the picture I have in my head. That's, cool. that's kind of kind of cute for myself. I don't know. I didn't do that, but it's like cool. <laughs> it's like almost like if you have a kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to we're, we're far away from that. <laughs> Mm, no, the a good cat woman of Vienna idea was also a night idea or spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. It was also spontaneous yeah. idea. But okay. <laughs> I was also like, when I got this idea, I was like, why no dancers are dancing on the street? Yeah. So I can do that. Especially because, you know, I have been to other countries and I love seeing street artists. You know, it's so great. Like, I always stand there watching them. Like, why is nobody in Vienna doing that? Because... I'm not doing it myself either. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't say something about it, you know. But I understand. Because I think, like, Vienna's often really... Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I can't describe, but it's, like, very perfect. Conservative sometimes, I would also say. Yeah, it's, it's Austrian. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, also, like, the perfectionism. And not a lot of people... I often have to think people take themselves too serious yes yeah, yeah i also too. think so um and that's why i find it pretty great i mean now there are more people dancing outside there are like people meeting special communities etc um but you know like really street artists you i don't know many i know some singers yeah um, but dancers like you're one of the the only one i know <laughs> that's like doing it for money you're um, getting money from it so tell us about it <laughs> What were your thoughts when you started? And how did people react? Did you get the reactions you... Oh, okay. <laughs> you imagined yeah, or not? I'll tell you, like, I go, it was crazy idea of mine. And I was thinking, like, uh, mm-hmm. why nobody's doing it? That's, like, mm-hmm. a crazy idea. Then I was like, maybe there is a reason why nobody yeah. is doing it. <laughs> and then I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I got a permission for it also. And uh, my f- first permission like they get the special places where you can dance and it was on Stefanplatz and I was like going there shaking I was like I'm not sure I can dance on Stefanplatz and then I was thinking okay well that's heels like people are conservative maybe they will throw tomatoes in me you know and I was really I was really scared or everybody will say like ooh, ooh, ooh. and I was so afraid but somehow I decided to do it and uh, Exactly, I was lucky that I decided to do it because people really liked me. They really applause to me. One woman brought me flowers. Then oh, some, that's so cute. yeah. Then some men went to this mm-hmm. chocolate store and brought me chocolate. Oh. 
yeah, that's very they, cute. Yeah, and wow. some little children took pictures with me, and I was like, and I made even some money because before I was delivering food in mm-hmm. Vienna, and there you get like 10 euro per hour, and here I got like quite enough money just in uh, 30 minutes, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, what? <laughs> Why? Why I delivered the food before? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and uh, and it was like such a great moment of my life when I was thinking like should uh, keep on doing it but then of course uh, I think God gave me as I told you before mm-hmm. that when God see that you try to get something he gave it to you but then in the same time like for example after it I had to really not good places like it was outside of the center it was in some park there was like nobody like I was dancing there for myself or people mm-hmm. stared at me like really weird and I got like no money at all and uh, I was like, wow, that was uh, really hard. But I anyway tried to keep on going and I anyway tried to keep keep on doing it. But uh, mm, I think I didn't give up on this idea because this one time was very successful. If and you would I was, have started somewhere else, maybe you would have stopped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking like, thanks God that this one works. Because like, if I mm-hmm. will start it, exactly on some other place with no people and everybody watch me like this yeah. and then I would not do that but this one thing like kept me on going and uh, I was really funny I was just dancing even with no cool outfit <laughs> nothing just like this and uh, and then people started to remember me because I was only one and only woman who did it and then I was thinking like okay and then I even came somewhere was thinking that people don't know me and they were like we know you you're that girl who is dancing on the street and I was like okay people know me so I should I should keep on going and then I came out with this idea and I had one event and they gave me not on the street just uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> some cool event and they gave me a cat woman suit there mm-hmm. and like people really liked it a lot and I got a lot of compliments and it was not the black one it was like cheetah one but uh, then I was thinking, like, people like this Catwoman, maybe. And then I somehow got mm-hmm. the idea to get this black Catwoman for the street. And I was thinking it will even match the mm-hmm. street. So I was like, let's do it. And then it became even more popular. Like, people like this one even more. So I was mm-hmm. like... Yeah. So I kept on going. People started to make a lot of TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> TikToks, TikToks, yeah. And started to post it, and uh, yeah, you kind of brand yourself out there. You know, you made yourself a name with that Catwoman thing, yeah, and gave the people something to remember. So exactly, and I think that's why. When, but I also get a lot of hate. Like it's like on the beginning, I had a lot of videos which pop out on the TikTok without even the Catwoman outfit, just. like this, like when I danced, mm-hmm. when I just started. And the people were writing like such mean comments. It was so horrible that I am so, like I cannot dance at all, that I'm so horrible. And there was so many comments and I just keep on le- reading them. And I was so depressed, like so depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll probably not go dance on the street never ever again. Mm-hmm. Then I was, but then my good friends said me like, no, they just want to stop you. You should you are good, like, it's just uh, stupid comments, just go and do it anyway. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, actually, what I have to say, like now when I'm talking about it, it uh, sounds like it's so easy and great, but uh, I had so many depressions or like, it's really hard, especially you do it alone. You have to come. You have to convince yourself to come. Now you have to stand up in front of the people. Nobody's watching you. Everybody's coming and you just have to make yourself mm-hmm. visible. So it's like it was also really hard for me and I think I'm really proud of myself that I did it because I think it's one of the hardest things which I did and I keep on going and I didn't give up yeah so it's not that easy and that's what I think like to make yourself special as a dancer or generally anybody you should make this such a such mm-hmm. special thing which nobody is doing you need but to it, stand out. Yeah, yeah, but it would be hard because people will hate you for that. Because when nobody's doing it, then nobody will understand mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah, and you, also, you don't want to be like one in a million, but you want to be the one. You want to be the one, but you will get a lot of hate for yeah. it. <laughs> That's what I meant. Like, you need to really have like the stamina to push through this, yeah. you know? Because, and I think that's also really important that you share your experiences like in every way no but it's like the private stories the dance stories or whatever that people kind of see okay not every dancer out there was talented from the beginning on or had the money from the beginning on or had the support system from the beginning on because some people do and that's great but you also you always need to consider your environment that you do it in Mm. and so i think it could be really motivating for some to also hear that kind of stories that it's not always just like oh happy peppy i'm fine you know no no, not not at all not at all yeah and for example now now i have a video on tiktok which got got viral and i had only good comments and there were only people writing why she's so talented and dancing on the street they could take her wherever she wants and I was, and I was not believing that I am reading it, you know, because yeah. like after this all shitty comments, you read like all your, like I don't know, all this year, all this more than one year, and then you finally make it to to this. You're like, wow. Yeah, and especially because you, I don't know about you, but if people telling me compliments like that or whatever, I'm like, you see me that way. I don't even see me that yeah, way. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Should I see myself that way? <laughs> exactly. You know? And, and you, that's you, kind of also good, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you don't believe in yourself. And then you then even yeah. like some people... If others believe in you, why don't you? You know? Yeah, it's exactly. also why even if there's like an opportunity coming up and somebody giving me this opportunity, this person believes in me, even though I'm like, you know, I'm still going to say yes. Because I'm like, if you believe I can do it, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you also had some problem with police dancing on street, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. That's not that's not the best thing. Like actually, actually, it's so funny because, um, like, when I came to Vienna, uh, I had some problems with the police uh, because I got uh, uh, when was lockdown. I got to first the party on Donau Canal. Donau Canal, and uh, then I got uh, drunk, and then I had to drive home, and I was driving with the uh, bicycle. Mm, that's forbidden and, in Austria. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And mm. like in Czech Republic and in Russia, nobody cares about it, and like there is yeah. no risk that the police will stop you. And here, mm. and I, I was... never really heard somebody say that they 
So, so I will tell you now. <laughs> and the police okay. stopped me. And there were uh, five policemen and I was only one. And they stopped me and they controlled me. And like I was drunk. And uh, But like I knew that mm -hmm. I will drive just slowly and nothing will happen. I hope. Mm -hmm. But like uh, they stopped me and then they said me something that I should pay money. I say I don't have that much. But I understood firstly wrong. I was thinking they say like 100 euro. And then when we came to ATM, mm -hmm. they started to type 800 euro. Like 800 euro to find. I was like, what? And they, it, it was so funny, they tried, they started to type it and it didn't came out from my, uh, uh, because I didn't have enough money. Mm -hmm. Like, it was lockdown, I had no job, I had last 100 euro on my mm -hmm. bank account. And I was like, I don't have 800 euro. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to put at least 400 and it also didn't work. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, I have last 100 euro. And they were like, uh, so maybe you have another card? And I was like... No, that's the only card I have. And uh, for me, it was a really big shock. It was so much money. I also didn't know that it's that much money. Yeah, like 100 euro, euros, I could have imagined. Yeah, exactly. 800. But 800, I was so shocked. I couldn't believe mm -hmm. they say this amount. And then I said, like, I don't have such money. And they were like, okay, maybe someone can borrow you or bring you the money now. And I was like, no, I don't know anybody in Austria. It was just from the beginning, you know. I was like, mm -hmm. no, and I don't have anybody, even from my normal friends, who can give me like 800 mm -hmm. euro. Because, you know, I was like, okay, maybe in Austria for people, maybe they are making like huge money and it's nothing mm -hmm. for them. But for people from Czech Republic, 800 euro, it's like your month's salary, you mm -hmm. know? So we are like, I don't have 800 euro, just like this. And uh, uh, yeah, and the craziest thing was... They, uh, I didn't have registration in that time. I didn't live anywhere in, in Vienna. I was just in some apartment from Airbnb. And when they discovered it, they was like, uh, we will, okay, we have to take your phone. We'll take your phone because you cannot pay us and you don't have a registration. And I was like, I don't have anything else than my phone here. I had, I had some old phone, but it all didn't work even. I even didn't have notebook, like nothing. I have the only thing with me the phone and they say that they will take it from me i say like no but they took it they really took it and in that moment like we are talking about that i lost my instagram but instagram is nothing like when they took your phone because you have like everything there yeah. like everything and they took my phone and i was literally crying on the floor i was lying down i was like hysterical i didn't know what to do because i was like Oh, they could take my phone like I, I don't know what I will do with my phone without my phone and uh, after it they understood that I probably really don't have money and uh, like nothing else and they were like okay like we will give it to you like tomorrow you will come to our office you have to sign that you will pay this 800 euro and then we will give you to you the phone back and I was like, okay, but I really had to cry hard because before they told me that they will give me the phone back only after I will bring them 800 euro. And I was like, I don't know how, how. And I was like so shocked. I was really crying so hard. I was so depressed. And uh, like, I even remember after this night, I was sleeping three nights in a row. Like from, I was so exhausted from it. it was 
that was one of the most horrible things which ever happened to me. And after this, I really kind of uh, was so disappointed of the police. Like, I kind of understand that they should give you a fine or, like, I break the rules. But, like, I was alone in Vienna and, like, this 800 and they just took my phone. Like, I really, like, didn't get it. Like, it was really too much for me. And since then, I'm like... Austrian policemen have nothing else to do or what? Like, <laughs> and uh, then I already also got some fines, like uh, also with bicycle. But it was also like I was driving like uh, in two o'clock in the morning. I crossed the red light because there was like nobody, and they were driving normal car behind me, you know. And yeah, and the normal. And I'm like thinking like Austrian policemen have nothing to do. They just they drive away <laughs> for somebody crossing with a bicycle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I also had to pay, and since then I'm like, Austrians police, <laughs> I just don't like them. But then when I started to dance on the street, I was like, okay, you should calm down. You don't want fines, so you just have to admit that it's your fault. <laughs> so like, yes, I cool down, but I still kind of always when someone is saying like you don't have good experiences yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> and the most funniest thing is like. Uh, uh, I started to like boy here in Austria, and it's so funny because he, he he was. Then I discovered that he's the biggest fan of the police. So he, I firstly didn't get it, but then I discovered that he's like filming them. He has mm-hmm. like YouTube about them and TikTok, and he's filming them. And for him, they were like just such heroes, you know. Mm-hmm. He was filming just the best moments of them and how they are helping people and so on. And I was like. It was so funny. So we met like the biggest fan of the police and the biggest unfan of the police. I was like, we have so much in common. But you met him because he was filming one of your street performances, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So he was filming a policeman's and then the policeman's come to my street performance and banned it and asked me like, do you have permission? And Uh, it was the, hey, Mr. Police, with the sound, right? Because I remember the video. No, 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 no. It was a different one. Okay. Different Mm -hmm. one. But, um, yeah, exactly, he uh, filmed it, he made it to, I think it was some Lady Gaga song, but he made it, like, really funny, mm-hmm. and he posted on TikTok, and then people just resent me the video, mm-hmm. and then I found it, and I really like it, and I wrote to him that mm-hmm. it's a really cool video. It was, oh, that's nice. It funny. <laughs> it's really yeah. a funny one. Yeah, so I would say we come to an end slowly. Uh We've been talking for quite some while now, but good that we took the time, I guess. Yeah, I also think so. Yes. What would be like one thing, or could be more like one thing, however you like, that you would like to scream into the world, tell dancers, people generally, whatever you'd like to end the episode with. So, if I could say something like this to people, then I will say just that their life is so short (laughs) and they should just uh, do what they love and they should go for their wildest dreams they ever had. Because, and don't listen to other people and listen to, to yourself and do it. And if you got some ideas, then you should do them because I think God gave it to you for some reason. So... You should realize it and don't listen to anybody. Don't care about anybody. I know that it sounds sometimes bad, but even don't listen to your parents. Because sometimes, you know, they just, uh, when they live this, they don't mean it sometimes even bad. 
they try to protect you because they just know this simple life and like going to normal jobs and then they know that it's secure so they will not say to you hey try to something risky and go to make your own business because they just know that it's not safe and they try to protect you and they don't mean it bad but like mm, sometimes you don't have to listen to them because they just don't know anything else you know so you just have to really stand up for yourself, stand up for yourself and go to make it and it, it will be hard it will be hard <laughs> but you should anyway keep on going because life is hard anyway and like even if you didn't try and went for your dreams you kind of fucked up always anyway you kind of fucked up anyway because you're living the life you didn't dreamed of so why you just can go and try so to make it so that's a beautiful way to end the episode with I think most of our listeners already know where to find you we're gonna link your Instagram down below whatever your Instagram tag will be <laughs> Um, thank you so much for taking your time telling us about your experiences. We're really thankful for that and I hope or I know other people will be too. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I'm also so thankful that you have me here. Thank you. <laughs> so you already know where to find us. We're going to have all the details down below. So thank you for listening and we're going to have like a new episode in two weeks again. Bye. Bye-bye.